All right, we're going to do this a whirl. Greetings. It is the Parental Advisor Movie Podcast Halloween Special. Trying to get my Halloween John Carpenter keyboard thing. Actually, it's kind of funny. Something I actually just realized uh, that John Carpenter's Halloween and that Bernard Herrmann's Psycho both sound very similar. All right. Anyways, hey, it's uh, it's me, Jeff Hall, and with me as always, Patrick Terry, and we are here because we uh, on a Monday in the morning ish, mid morning, to record. Sun. There's light. There's light. I'm glad you're able to find my house in the light <laughs> <laughs> on the first yeah. try. Yeah. If I didn't, then something's wrong with me. <laughs> Yes, so we, uh, I had a thought the other day, um, after I was home from work right before having to head out to a trunk or treat, uh, <laughs> and realized, oh, hey, Halloween's Thursday, and we, we, uh, we haven't done a Halloween special, and we kind of, it's something both of us wanted to do. We wanted to kind of, because we both enjoy this time of year. Yeah. Um, Patrick loves horror movies, it has a, he enjoys horror movies more than I do. Not saying I don't. It's just I, I'm a little more picky, I guess. Yeah, it's, um, it's not your thing. I yeah, guess. it's not my thing. It's not. It's not my thing per se. But doesn't mean I still don't see them and still don't enjoy them most of the time. <laughs> if they're you know, most of the time, right? Um, but I still this to me this is still my favorite holiday of the year. It tops any other. So I always look forward to this time of year and uh, and seeing everybody dressed up. Um, so, Patrick, are you working? I'm, I'm assuming you're Later. working Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or not Halloween. Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween. That one, too. Yep. <laughs> we'll be. I'll Oof. be working. He'll be. Yeah. And it'll be fine. It I mean, it's already Halloween anymore. where I work anyway. I know. It's most of the time. <laughs> um, whereas, for me, uh, I will be, because I work, you know, I'll be off at work at three. I get to take both my kids, uh, take both of them out trick-or-treating. It's something we've gotten to do every year for any moon, so it's been nice. Uh, it kind of rained a little bit last year, which never surprising because it seems like it always wants to rain. Right. Uh, I remember last year I had to carry around a, one of those big long golf umbrellas because mm. I got to keep be sure everybody could fit underneath it. True. <laughs> and so I, uh, yeah. So this year, uh, let's see. I think Grayson's doing Batgirl. She did it for a couple of trunk of treats, but she's also done Harley Quinn for Yorts. Martial arts, uh, Halloween shindig. So she's done a little bit of both. Cool. York's doing Ravenclaw because that's what house he is in Hogwarts. So that's what he wanted to do. I'm like, all right, that's easy. Yeah. And then I'm doing a three hole punch gym from the office because <laughs> I love the office and it's. I decided I hadn't done an office one yet, so I'm like, oh, this would be easy. You know, just. And they actually sell a three hole punch gym costume. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not, I mean, it's like three adhesive things and a strap on, not a strap, that sounds terrible saying that, a Velcro tie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering where I was going with that one, huh? <laughs> you and me both. Uh, but yeah, I think I might end up just using one of my regular ties because I'm not six. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so I think that's the plan. And then we'll go out to one of the nice neighborhoods that we've hit the past two years. Um. 
So, do you have any Halloween traditions, like that you no. remember as a kid, or just any that you're like, it's Halloween, I'm gonna watch this, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do this? <clears throat> I mean, I remember as a kid going trick or treating in the neighborhood. It probably doesn't happen as much now, but yeah, doing that. And then I remember taking my daughter to a trunk or treat when she was younger at a car dealership. Okay. You know, they had they had it set up pretty nice. It's been a couple years though. But I think the last few Halloweens I've been working, so oh, okay. I haven't really had a time to do anything. Right. Um, does she still enjoy that sort of thing? I mean, she's 13, so that's mm-hmm. kind of a weird... She hasn't really mentioned dressing up. I mean, I think she yeah. mentioned maybe changing her hair color, which her okay. mom doesn't want to do, want her to do. Right. But, yeah, I think she got a little bit of interest in it. Yeah, just she's maybe not sure what she wants to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Um yeah, because I kind of went through a phase where I, like, through, there was a few years I didn't want to go do anything. Like, I was cool just staying home. Yeah. And uh, there was a couple. I actually had homework. I was actually having to, like, I stayed home and did homework. Yeah. And, you know, I'd answer the door every now and then. <laughs> there was one year I uh, <laughs> I stayed home was doing my homework, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. And there was this girl that was, you know, I was friendly with. I was actually friends with her sister. And I don't know why this, popped, this story popped in my head, but... Um, my desk is right by is right by the window in my room at my right. mom's house, and it was in high school, and I uh, had sat there. She had stopped by, you know, trick or treating with a couple, friends, you know, whatever. And when I came home, or not when I came home, uh, my mom would take my brother out with his with their friends or with his soccer friends trick or treating. They came home, and she apparently was looking at my window, <laughs> trying, you know, a little stalkerish, but yeah. you know. I was like, seriously? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I guess she had like a little crush or something going on there. But, yeah. I mean, she was nice. She was a good friend. But it was kind of weird at the same time. Like, oh, okay. Right. Doing that. We're doing that, are we? Okay. <laughs> so it kind of surprised her. And I think she felt a little embarrassed. I never brought it up because, you know, they don't yeah. embarrass her anymore. But yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, for me, I hadn't really had any traditions per se growing up um but so this will kind of get into our list we're both planning on doing the top 10 and then we'll probably you know then we'll just talk about a few of them on our list but one of the ones uh so one of the traditions i kind of had and i kind of keep to it most of the time if i can um is i watch from dusk till dawn i saw that movie in theaters never really want i didn't really like i thought it was okay i thought i was like what the hell is this movie by the time I got done. And I didn't... I think it kind of got to where I didn't like it. And then one night, one Halloween, I ended up just watching it, just for shits, and then realized that, okay, yeah, it's not as... I mean, you, it's kind of... It starts out one kind of movie and then really goes off the rails in a different kind of way. And it's more... I don't want to say campy. To me, it's... My opinion of it is that it's more campy. Anyways, I've watched it every year since. Right. Whether I really want to or not, I could always say, you know, put it on and like, oh, I really say I watch it. It's kind of routine now. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. or less. So I just kind of watch it, whether, you know, if there's something better on, I'll probably still put that on, you know, because I don't really want to break from it. Right. So, but, um, so something I've kind of, we were talking about a little bit, because I, and I, you know, maybe we don't need to get into too much, but kind of give us, it'll help kind of give uh, everybody some, I guess, uh, 
frame of mind or at least frame of reference from where we're coming from when we kind of give out our list at least give or at least whenever I give out mine is that uh, what do you think makes a horror movie? That's me asking you a question. Okay. I, I see you nodding, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, that's a good question. Yes, me asking you that question. I mean, what actually qualifies as a horror? Yeah, what do you think qualifies as a horror movie? Well, like, I what think... do you think? Because I know we talked a little bit the difference between, you know, there's a lot of movies that are on these top lists and everything that are listed as horror movies, but may actually be thrillers more than yeah. horror movies. So, um, what do you think? I mean, if the goal of a movie is to scare you, yeah, then I think it kind of falls in line with that. Okay. So, whether it's a slasher, psychological type movie, if the goal in the end is to have you scared at certain parts, it can be kind of in there, even if it's more mental type thing than... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I looked it up because um, I, I, I wrestle with that very same question. I'm like... Right. Is it a horror or is it just kind of more of a thriller? Because, yeah, but then you could also go, Well, is more thriller or is it more action? That's like, Well, it could still be both. And I think a horror movie kind of has to have those two out, it has to have the it has to have some sort of I don't want to say slasher element, but it has to have some sort of thriller. I mean, it has to, it's just right. otherwise, it's just kind of boring. True, <laughs> it's just, eh. but I looked it up and one of the uh, results I found is that the uh, first factor that differentiates uh, both themes of film and uh, of a thriller is more psychological and requires more thought and explanation as to what happens within the film, whereas a horror is mainly blood and gore with careless, careless action and violence. Kind of like Saw. <laughs> yeah. That's more torture porn, though. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still have a horror movie, and it can be very minimal blood at the same time true so i think like the first halloween yeah 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 so with that being said patrick go ahead and give me your list i'm All writing right. more down <laughs> i said we said 10 i keep fine i keep thinking of other movies so um i'll give 10 when it comes to me i'll, I'll give 10 and then i'll give recommendations for others that's how i'm cheating <laughs> but go ahead well my 10 it's not in any particular order some might be more thriller than horror but um of course nightmare on elm street mm -hmm. um child's play uh friday the 13th it not necessarily the classic but the chapter one okay chapter re recent one. couple from 2017 yeah um let's see then a couple of movies one called the clown okay and then another one terrifier Terrifier? Mm-hmm. I finally figured out that name of that movie I was okay. talking about earlier. Okay. And then something else more recently, Get Out. Yeah. And then, of course, you can't have a Halloween list without Halloween. <laughs> that's very true. Yep. And so that's basically my list of 10. Okay. No particular order, no particular rank, you know, just movies I could think of off the top of the head. Okay. Um... Which one, like, out of your ten, is there one you favor more? Like, why do you, why do you have, why would you pick those? Like, I mean, is it just Halloween movies you're, or horror movies that you're just thinking of, or is there? I guess those are the ones that kind of stuck with me because yeah. that's, that's like that's what popped up. I know there's like right. a million more. Yeah. But those are the ones that just kind of, kind of stuck with me. Like Child's Play, um, 
And you're talking about the original? Or the original. The, the original. All right. All right. So here he is. You have a, a serial killer that transfers his soul into the body of a doll. Then afterwards, he tries to transfer his soul from that body to the body of a kid that owns him. Right. <laughs> and, and, of course, that spawns several different movies that were trying to do the same thing. I had dreams for at least a couple of weeks after seeing it where Chucky was trying to possess me. <laughs> <laughs> so but I still watched the movies, but you know, I just I still had a couple of dreams where that was happening and I was like, "Well, that's weird." Now do you excuse me? Do you remember Now did you see that as a kid or did you I saw it as a kid. I oh, saw wow. it. Yeah. I mean, I saw it when it was on video, rented it. So gotcha. I didn't get see, I didn't see it in the theater, but it was but more no, of a still, blockbuster. But no, still saw it when Yeah, I was probably too young. young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was one of those late night USA TV. Oh, wow. that's when I watched. That's how I watched that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't get to see all of the good bits, but it was enough to mess with my mind. Okay. Um. So okay, is there? Because I think is there any that so out of your list? How many has your daughter seen? As far as well, what you got on your <laughs> list? How many do you think she has seen? I don't think she's seen any of these. Uh, well, she did see it chapter one, and then right. I took her recently to see chapter two. Chapter two so she's yeah. seen those two. But as far as what I have on my list, I don't think she's seen any of those. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't take her to see the remake of Child's Play. She she wasn't really like, eh, yeah, no. <laughs> not really into it. Yeah. I understand because yeah. you know, I don't know. I think that might scare her pretty pretty I, good because I think you it know, would. technology and yeah. So, I mean, she was pretty scared <laughs> with a... chapter two. It and yeah. then. Saw one recently that really got to her, so I think yeah. the remake of Child's Play would have got to her too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I'm I'm also gonna kind of apologize. Uh, it's that time of year where everybody gets cold, so I'm trying not to cough as much as possible or any of that. But uh, kind of bear with me. Mucus and then, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let's see here. All right. So for my list, and I'll probably talk more in detail because. Yeah, so first of all, and I probably I probably should have done this before, you before I had you give out your list. So I was trying to find see if AFI had a top one hundred horror movie list. They had one like exciting movies, which could be really anything. Right. I mean, I, I, I thought that title was stupid. Um, exciting movies. Exciting. Wow. That, yeah, yeah. Not horror. Really, not thriller. It's really broad. I, right. <laughs> exactly. I just I uh, I was like wow that was just lazy writing <laughs> oh man anyways whoever made that list obviously didn't like horror horror movies either they're just like yeah right um so I'll give so I always found one for IMDb so IMDb's top I'll give you their top ten number one's The Exorcist um, first one number two The Shining number three Texas Chainsaw Massacre Number four, Psycho. Number five, Alien. Number six, The Thing. Number seven, Rosemary's Baby. Number eight, Halloween. Number nine, Suspiria, the original, not the remake. And number ten, Dawn of the Dead. Not Night of the Living Dead, but Dawn of the Dead. They actually put that one higher. Wow. They did have Dawn of the Dead on here, but it's... Uh, or Night of the Living Dead. They put that at 13. Oh. So, Dawn of the Dead said 10. I thought that might have cracked the top 10. You would have thought. Yeah. You would have thumped it. So, as we were discussing... <coughs> excuse me. As we were discussing, there... So, on this top 10, I would say 
Yeah, I would go with Exodus, but it's more horror. I guess it's horror because you know, spinning heads and weird walking downstairs and a lot stuff. Of spiritual, religious type yeah. of things. Um, the Shining, yeah, definitely. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, that's your more slasher kind of. But it's also very art house kind of slasher at that because it's one of those original right. slasher movies. Um, Psycho, I love Hitchcock. Everybody that anybody that knows me knows Hitchcock's my favorite director. Uh, this is not a horror movie. <laughs> it's a thriller. It's yeah. definitely a thriller. You could maybe say there's horror elements, but it's not. I don't really classify it as a horror. Or maybe sacrilege, but I don't. I, I think it's a thriller. I think it's. He's the master of suspense, so in doing so, he's able to trick people through his uh, through his techniques of editing and everything and camera work to make people kind of think. But the story itself is more of a thriller right. than anything. I don't really see it as a horror movie, and that's maybe just me. But I, I mean, that's all. I, but I mean, that's just kind of my thought on it. Alien, that's sci-fi. That's not horror per se. But it's definitely sci-fi. The Thing, I almost think The Thing is more sci-fi than horror. Really? Yeah. So I haven't seen it yet, but I've, oh, had, I've had it recommended. It's, good. it's basically an alien comes down to like the Antarctic and then they have to go and you know, group scientists and all that. And they go and try and, uh, you know, elevate this like secret base is like, scientific base is like dead. Right. They send this group in to figure out why everybody's dead. And this alien basically clones into other people, can turn into morph into other people. That'd so, be cool. thriller. There's some, you know, '80s gross-out moments, as I like to call them. Right. Um, you know, the special effects are amazing, but I think it's more sci-fi. I don't really see it as horror. Yeah, people die, but I mean, people die in sci-fi movies too. True. <laughs> in kind of in some gruesome ways, but that's why. Rosemary's Baby, I think, is more of a th- thriller. It's definitely one of those more psychological, not really. I was actually kind of this may, again, maybe psychological. I, I was kind of bored by it. Yeah. I mean, I was old. I mean, I was in my late twenties when I saw it, so it wasn't like I was just like bored because of what you know. I didn't understand. No, I understood it. Just like oh, okay. Just but at the same time, I could be like, well, I guess I could see where when it initially came out, this could scare a lot of people. It was. You know, but not, I don't know. And then we get number eight, Halloween. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Yep. Um, Suspiria, I have not seen the original, nor have I seen the second one. Um, and then number 10, Dawn of the Dead. I may have seen this one. I think this is the one. Is this the one at the mall? I think I so. I think so. Yeah, it is one at the mall. Just like uh, just like the uh, remake was, was at a mall too, which I think I liked the remake. Actually, it was more entertained by that one. Yeah. Um, so oh, that's so that their... the original version of Dawn of the Dead then yeah that was the original that's not the not, not the most recent remake of it okay <coughs> so alright my list in kind of a I don't want to say kind of a certain order but I tried to rank it as some of my favorites number one The Shining um this movie is definitely my favorite Kubrick movie. And it's, I mean, it is, from a technological aspect, it's amazing. From a story aspect, 
I see more because I know we've talked we've talked about Joker. I have not gone back and seen it the second time. I have, but I, <laughs> but there's more of a transition. There's a better transition of of uh, Jack Nicholson's character slowly turning to madness. Yeah, and a better you know you can actually see him like the process of him slowly going into madness and turning psychotic. Right, and this movie. Better than you did in Joker, I think, and that's why, that's why we always again I still have to go back and see it, but that's why initially I hadn't, why I felt the way I did about Joker. But this movie, it's yeah, it's brilliantly acted by everybody. I mean, if anybody, if you haven't seen it, you really need to. People need to watch this movie. Yeah, I need to rewatch. It is. It is just phenomenal, and I, I yeah. It's amazing. And for people that have seen it, there is a documentary called Room 237, Room 237, that kind of gets into the conspiracy theories Hmm. behind the movie The Shining, about how there's 237 squares on the carpet, a little like octagon shape. Yeah. People spent way too much time dissecting this movie. I enjoy watching it. I'm not all about all that. And then I think they even delve into the the uh, conspiracy theory of Stanley Kubrick uh, faking the moon, you know, helping film the moon the, landing. Yeah, the fake moon landing. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it kind of delves into that, but they, it's it is a fascinating documentary to watch just because it is entertaining. Because you're just like, wow, I don't agree with any of this, but I'm kudos for spending this kind of time on it. Right. <laughs> but it is interesting. It does kind of get into uh, it does get into the movie and kind of some of the different things in it and so i do i do uh enjoy that it's it might still be on hulu i think that's where i watched it um but i know you can i think the library has it so room 237 is the name of the documentary for uh for uh, for that my second one is probably still one of my favorite all-time favorites and that's the blair witch project so there's going to probably be like a lot of haters being like, no, oh, that movie's so stupid. You have to understand, I saw this in theater in yeah. 1996, 97. Right. Somewhere in there when it came out. Pre-internet. Well, infancy internet, let me put it that way. Dial-up. 28 <laughs> point whatever. Yeah. Dial-up. I mean, it was... So, the... The hype... And there was internet. Yeah, it was just... Because the hype... The marketing was... Nobody had ever done marketing like it. So they marketed as if these people really were missing. And that's how they marketed the movie with missing person signs with like actual history and lore of the Blair Witch in this town of Burkittsville. Right. I mean, they did a documentary. Like they did a, a true mockumentary. As it, but it looked, I mean, if you were to go watch it, it looks like a real documentary. Seem very authentic. Very, especially for that time period. Yeah. I mean, now I wouldn't get away with it because everybody, you know, set, you know yeah. so, you couldn't get away with it like you can, like you could then. Right. I mean, it's just so. From that, I've got like all kinds of mad appreciation. Plus, it is the start of the found footage movies. Like there has, there wasn't one before it. Nope. There's been many that have du- tried to duplicate it after. I mean, yep. even the Bone Blair Witch. I mean. Second, the newest one, which yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, um, 
But I love the story. I love that they had a story. I love that they had... I mean, you want to talk about a shoestring budget. Like, they didn't... I don't even know if they had $100,000 to film this movie. Hmm. Much less... I mean, we're talking... <laughs> we're talking grassroots kind of doc, or kind of movie making. Right. And it makes you think there's like this huge giant forest that they shot in. No. Tiny. <laughs> they just re- kept reusing the same area. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I did a lot of... I, yeah, I know way too much about this one. <laughs> because I was fascinated by it. And again, as somebody that's not a big on horror movies... During that time period, I was trying to learn more about them because I, after watching, it was like, okay, I probably need to watch more horror movies. And and uh, so I, that's when I started watching the Freddies, the Jasons, and the Halloween's. Like, I never, I didn't watch any of those growing up because I knew that I'd get scared and I didn't really feel like it. Yeah. I figured it'd be like gross out, scared, so I'm not really my thing. Right. So I never watched them. But after watching this, I was like, I gotta watch all, you know, I gotta get caught up for one. So I went to the video store too and yeah. rented, you know, would go and rent them all. But I'd choose which, Ser- you know, I'd rent a series at a time. So right. I'd rent three or four Jasons. And I'd rent, you know, after I finished those, I'd do the Nightmares. And then I'd do the Halloweens. And then I'd get caught up. And then there were some good, and then there were some horrific. Yeah. And by horrific, I mean not good. really <laughs> not good. Yeah. And it was fascinating uh, to try and watch that. And then go back and watch the classic horrors. Like, you know, I saw The Shining College during the film class. But, uh, but watching, but you know, go back and see some of the other horror movies, and then going to watch the really poor '90s horror movies, like Urban Legend, yeah. Guilty Pleasure. I can't, I, I can't help own, it. That's I a guilty own that one. <laughs> yeah, I have it too. I think yeah. somewhere because I because it was one of those first ones that I bought when I when DVDs came out. Yeah, and I'm like, I have a soft spot for it. It's I know it's not good, but I can't help it. You can have watch you it. can have fun watching. Yeah, yeah, it's Guilty Pleasure. Yeah. I know what you did last summer. Still one of my favorites. Yeah. That was during my I had a huge crush on Sarah Michelle Gellar. I mean still do, but I mean you know. And then and that was right when Buffy started on T V also. And I even had my best friend Mike who worked at it like one of those bargain movie theaters. Mm-hmm. He actually uh had one of those huge giant cardboard standouts or stand ups of of the movie. He actually loaded it up into his truck before they tossed it in the dumpster because that's all they do with those things. Right. He loaded it up in his truck and brought it over to my house, and we got it. And we put it in my room. I actually have a picture of me next to it. I'll have to, if I can find it, I'll uh, I'll put it on our fan page. I'll post it on our fan page, and uh, and on our Instagrams. Um, but yeah, it stayed in there. And the what was good about it is the bottom part kind of served as of the uh, standout uh, served as kind of like a as like a stand, like a nightstand or an end table. Oh. So I put like my alarm clock and my alarm clock and a few other things. But it, I mean, it barely fit in my room. I wow. mean, we, there's probably three, two to three inches clearance from that in the ceiling. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> and it stayed in there for a good couple of years and then finally took it out. But, yeah, it stayed in there for a good couple of years, though. That's cool. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, movies like that. And then, so, but Blair Witch kind of what started it all. And one of my best friends, uh, you know, one of my good friends at the time, for my birthday, got me a double-sided Blair Witch poster, which I still have. It's rolled up. I don't have it framed. I really want to get it framed. I have nowhere to put it, though. Right. <laughs> As uh, anybody that's been in our house knows, we, our walls are covered in pictures, posters, or whatever. Um, but anyways, so number th- moving on. Number three, Halloween. It, I mean, it is one. It's, it's great because it's a 
it's really a slasher movie without it being a slasher movie because there's really not any blood. Mm-hmm. It, but you'd see the action, you'd see it happen, and then they cut away. Yeah. I mean... But it's yeah. enough to kind of... But, yeah, in, in a night... Shoot, I think this came out of the year I was born. I think this came out in 77. So, yeah, back there. Yeah, it scared the hell out of me, too. Yep. <laughs> so, and it's in, in, it's in the... Uh, there's an amazing... Do- there's an amazing not documentary. I guess technically it is. It's a podcast documentary. <laughs> but there was a podcast that came out last year that I listened to. It's a limited series, which means there's only, like, six episodes. But it's called um, Halloween Unmasked. And uh, it's it's uh, done by one of the people that do the other podcast that I like listening to called Unspooled. Uh, Amy Nicholson interviews John Carpenter and some other people that have worked on the original Halloween. And then what it was like making it. And then she also interviews people like, psycho- like psychologists about um, the like psychological elements in it and how that played into people's fears and, and things like that. I highly, highly recommend it. If you're a horror fan, you should definitely listen to it. If you're a Halloween fan, you should definitely listen to it. If you're a movie fan, you should listen to it. I mean, right. really, just it's just really well done. And I'm just very jealous that, you know, I'm just very jealous because that, that I wasn't a part of it. <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it is really well done, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so, again, that's called Halloween Unmasked. It's still out there. Uh, number four, the affirmation from Dust Till Dawn. I watch it every year. It's grown on me through the years. I still think Quentin Tarantino is a horrible actor. Yeah. I still don't think he can act his way out of a paper sack. And the funny thing is, during uh, when I was listening to people talk about Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood, one of the things they said was, you know, in, when Tarantino got into movies, he did he wanted to get into movies to act. He didn't want to direct. Wow. <laughs> Which is why he's in some of his earlier movies, and he's in... A few other movies that he doesn't direct, but they're again few because he's not, not great. Great. This one's yeah terrible. I just mm. <laughs> but it's George Clooney, so how can he not? Yeah. And Danny Trejo, you know, young Danny Trejo, younger Danny Trejo, of course Cheech, and uh, classic you know. scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Several because he plays three different characters. Ah. And then um, and then also uh, Harvey Keitel. I'm not bringing up, or I don't want to bring up Juliet Lewis. I don't know why I don't like her. I just never have. Like, I've never, I'm just like, uh, anytime I see her in a movie. I'm sure she's a fine actress. She's just, because uh, I think everybody has an actor or actress where that they don't know why, but they just don't like them. They just, I, like, they, they can't explain it. Right. It's just whenever time, anytime they see them in a movie, they just kind of go, oh, they're in this. There they are. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, everybody needs a paycheck. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, number five, I'm kind of cheating a little bit, but I don't care because it's our podcast. Um, for me, it the TV movie. It's technically a movie, yes, but it's and it didn't come out in theaters per se, but I don't care because it still scared the shit out of me because yeah. I was 13 or 14 when I watched it on a 11-inch black-and-white TV. And it's still... Oh, up until we saw that, up until the new one came out, Tim Curry's Pennywise actually still Tim Curry's Pennywise yeah. scares me more than Bill Skarsgård's. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, not cool. Um, <laughs> so that's one. But one of my favorites that's not even I don't even think it's I don't even think I would anybody's classified as a horror is Jacob's Ladder. 
I think I did loan that to you. Yes, I still haven't watched the whole thing. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. Okay. Because <laughs> I got to watch the, the new one. Oh, yeah. watch, watch that one. For, yeah. I'm going to watch it this first, then yeah. I'm going to see. I think the new one's actually out. Yeah, I okay. just, I'm just waiting until I finish this, oh, okay. then, then gotcha. watch it. Um, the original Jacob's Ladder with uh, Tim Robbins is that movie I watched again. I watched it in a film class, and it scared everyone the shit out of me, so much so that I went home and watched Three Amigos just to kind of... Clear your head. <laughs> yeah, clear my head, give me something kind of a little bit wider before I go to bed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one stayed with me. Yeah. So, of course, I had to go out and buy it because, I mean, that's a, that's a sign of a good movie if it does what it's supposed to do. True. And so I've kind of added that one um, to it. And then number seven I have is Scream, the original, because it's it was the first, and I guess it's, you know, I guess... Some people argue it's not a horror movie, it's a parody on horror movies. But I don't think it's a parody, I think it's more of an homage to them. Yeah. And it's still scary to some, and there's still the blood and the, you know, slashers. Yeah. Yeah. It's still there, so it's still, my mind classifies as a horror movie. It's just very aware of itself, and it, and it, and it might have been one of those first kind of movies that are, that kind of pull they, that trick. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. They literally are talking about the rules and then breaking the rules. They obviously yeah. are aware. True. Um, number eight, yes, The Exorcist. That one's one of those I watched after I watched all those other series. Yes. I've only seen the first Exorcist. I haven't watched any others, but I really don't need to. I, I think I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Demonic possession. Get, get the demon out. All right, we're good. Got it. Check. Um, so, but I found this one fascinating because, you know, it is kind of based on a true story. So I do like that aspect from it and obviously it's not verbatim it's taken several if not many liberties right <laughs> but um but i still enjoyed it and especially and again for the time i didn't really have a whole lot of movies like that and so i think it's groundbreaking and very important for its time there's again let me reference there's a documentary on netflix called the devil and father amorth and it Excuse me, A M O R T H, Amorth, and the director, uh, John Frankenheimer, goes and goes to uh, goes to Rome, goes to the Vatican, and actually gets access. Um, so I guess not Rome. It's he gets access to record an exorcism, okay. and he follows this this father around, who performs all these exorcisms and so it starts out with him kind of leading up them talking and then leading up to going to film this now they only had stipulate they had stipulations you can only film it's only can be you the director and a camera like nobody else was like nobody else in the film crew was allowed in because they wanted because they're going to have family and everybody else there they don't want any extra distractions, more or less. Right. So he has this, like, tiny handheld camera that he's filming this exorcism on. And they finally get to the exorcism, and it's pretty intense watching. And, and then you kind of just sit there about halfway through go, I don't know, I believe this, but I almost wonder how much of this is bullshit. Right. <laughs> and then, and as if, and it's as if the director's, like, knowing you're thinking that, after the exorcism, and they kind of interview kind of some family and the person that was having the exorcism done that they go to neuroscientists 
Hmm. And they interview neuroscientists about brain disorder, you know, uh, people that have tumors or some sort of brain damage or going on that is pushing down and causing their brain to, to cause these type of actions, I guess is a good way to put it. Yeah. I'm like thinking about how they do the voice. Like that voice, the way the voice changes. The deep demonic sounding thing. Or high pitched sounds. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's inhuman. Okay. It's not a normal sounding human voice. And they're like, that's the part that I'm getting. Like, I'm fairly skeptical. I'm like, I don't know about all that. I don't know it's like bullshit. But now I'm like, I wonder how much of this is just psychological. <laughs> and so they actually kind of get into it. Yeah. And it's only an hour and nine minutes. But it still classifies as a feature-length document because it's 88, I think 88 minutes has to be, is the cutoff for short and full-length. Anyways, um, it's on Netflix. I recommend it because it's just a fascinating, it's just fascinating to watch uh, and kind of, kind of, you know, help with people that are kind of like me, that are kind of skeptical. And it doesn't really give you an answer. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of like some of the papers which is, we Which is with. good. You should just, you know, it should just kind of present the information and then let you figure it out yeah. with the information of, that's been given. It's kind of like some of the patients we deal with. Yes. <laughs> we get to see some things. Agreed. Like it. <laughs> we know. do. And I agree. And some of that I'm like, come mm. on, bro. Yeah. And then someone's like, well, maybe it is a medical thing and they need to have like a MRI done. Um. All right. So number, I had to cross out two, but I'm, because I thought of a couple others. So The Conjuring. I actually like The Conjuring. Do I like the entire universe? No. <laughs> I like the first one. I've rewatched the second one and have a better appreciation for it. Yeah. I think the Annabelle ones are kind of ridiculous. Um, I think I may have watched the first one. I have not watched the other two. I watched the most recent one. Yeah. That one, that one was decent. Yeah. Um... I have not watched The Nun. I have not watched that one. I haven't seen that either. I, I'm just not interested. And then, uh, oh, and this uh, Curse of La Llorona. Or, I just, oh, the, yeah. the Lauren. See, yeah. I wanted to see that, but I hadn't, hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's, yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. It's sure. It's fine. It, if you like jump scares, it's good. Okay. Me, I'm like, oh, jump scare. Oh, jump scare. <laughs> yeah. I did it while doing laundry. I yeah. Mean, I, seriously. I did it while I was doing other things and just had it on. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, sure. It's fine. Okay. It's serviceable, I guess yeah. is a good way to put it. Okay. I run into, it's one of my library rentals. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect for that. Um, and then let's see here. Uh, but yeah, I like the conjuring. I like the style. I liked how they did the story, which basically is the story of the Amityville horror, essentially. Um, but told differently. So I like that. It was post, <laughs> post, uh, you know, them getting scared and everything. Um, and then kind of getting to number 10, the Amityville Horror. So I like the original, but I actually have a, this is also going to sound terrible. I'm going to lose a lot of movie credit, but I actually kind of like the remake with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I mean, it, it, Trying to think about scene. I don't think I've seen Ryan Reynolds that with the beard. I'm, I'm familiar with it, but I don't think yeah. I've watched it. It's yet. been a minute. I mean, it's yeah. been a minute. I actually enjoyed that one too. Yeah. Now I'm not saying it's like quality, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. But yeah, the original definitely good. I really enjoyed it. I didn't watch any sequels because I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get it. 
<laughs> where are they going with it? At least with the Conjuring, at least Conjuring one and two, it's two different places, two different cases. Obviously, many liberties being taken on those, but right. um, but I still enjoy them though. They're they're fine. They're good. So that's my top ten. Now there are two that are not horror per se. They're more they're comedies, but I love them because um, I grew up with them. Um, they are Abbott and Costello meet the killer, which 99.9% of people listening will have never seen. Because it came out in 1941. It's right. not exactly super e- easy to find. Right. But my grandfather raised me on the Abbott and Costello movies. I have all 52 of them. Wow. Um, I had them on VHS for the longest time. Uh, and then they came out on DVD. And I have a lot of them on DVD because not all of them got released on DVD. Right. I have a lot of them and that's my one I watch the most. And anytime I'm like uh, feeling sick I put on Adam Costello movie usually it's that one. It's more noir than it is horror but uh, but it's Adam Costello meet the killer comma Boris Car- Karloff. I'm sure there was a contractual thing where he had to have his name in the right. in the title card. Um, but it's still my favorite Adam Costello. The second one is the one that's everybody else's favorite, uh, at least the critics. Uh, it's Evan Costello and Meet Frankenstein, but it's Frankenstein, Dracula, and the Wolfman. Don't think the mummy's in, but it's basically Evan Costello and the Universal Monsters, because okay. they are contracted through universe with Universal through the majority, if not almost all of their movies, which is why not all of them are. So, but that's everybody else, and it's funny. I mean, it's a good one for kids. I mean. Any Adam Costello movie is good for kids. I right. mean, some will get the humor, some because humor is sort of dated, but it's still funny. Yeah, it's um, a lot of it's you know there's a lot of slapsticky, but there's also a lot of um, kind of witty humor also. So obviously, I would recommend those. And um, so, not in top ten, but others that I thought about that I'm like, oh, I really like this. Oh wait, people might not have heard of this one. Right. So. There's one when we were talking way back, way back, probably a couple of months ago when we t- during our big midsummer yeah. Yeah. talk. There was a movie I think I recommended to you, but I don't think I ever brought it up on the episode. It's called The Ritual. It's on Netflix. If you like midsummer and it's kind of weirdness, mm-hmm. you will like The Ritual. Now, it's not going to have all these different metaphors and all this other. It's going to be your right. straight up horror. I mean, it's... It's a group of guys going into the woods and uh, going into the Sweden, taking a trip to Sweden on like a camping trip. And there's some weird supernatural kind of things that happen in the woods. But it's not filmed like a, it's not filmed like in a uh, found footage kind of way or any kind of handheld camera. I mean, it's traditional narrative film. Um, It says on Netflix that it's British. I'm like, I thought it was dubbed, but maybe not. I mean, I'm thinking of a different one I watched on Netflix that's kind of similar but was dubbed. Right. Um, so I would recommend. So that's a good one to watch. Uh, that in the end you're like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> you're like it starts out one thing, but it progressively gets darker and darker. You're like by the end you're like, what the hell am I watching? That, so, you know, like Midsummer because it's Swedish. Um, and then another movie, Hereditary. That's how I yes. felt at the end of that. I was like, what did I just watch? <laughs> Yes. I liked it, but I was like, I don't know what I want. I almost checked it out from the library again, but I realized it was on, I think, Amazon Prime. So Yeah, like, oh, that's yeah. how I watched it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, 
I'll just watch it there again yeah. at some point. I don't know when at some point. And then um, a couple other movies. One that I watched, uh, and I think it was on streaming is how I watched it, Quarantine with, uh, I think Olivia Wilde's in it. It's kind of like a found footage type of thing. It's like a virus breaks out, mm-hmm. and uh, she's part of a news crew that's in a hospital doing a story. And then they get locked in this hospital and this virus, you know, viral outbreak. And so it's kind of like a zombie movie. Right. But it's kind of a, and it's not like a, it's going to make you vomit found footage kind of one. But it is, I think, in that style, but it's done fairly well. Some shaky cam going on. A little bit, but yeah. I don't think it's too much. Because that stuff doesn't bother me, so it doesn't, I know it bothers a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really bother me, so I don't think about it when I'm watching it. So there may, I'll say there'll be, there's a possibility of it. Okay. But I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I ever would. I thought it was going to be kind of lame. Hmm. But I enjoyed it a lot more. It's like, oh. By the end, I was like, wow, that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Right. So I was like, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Um, and then Chernobyl Diaries was one I think I read it at Redbox that I was curious about. And it's this group that goes to Chernobyl during, you know, at the location. And they're doing research for something to, I think they might be doing like a documentary or whatever. And I think that one is another like found footage type thing, I think. But that one actually is fair, pretty, uh, got some good jump scares and stuff like that. Right. Um, and it's one most people may have never seen, but, I, you know, I'd recommend, sure. And then uh, the last one, one I can't believe either one of us don't have, Overlord, that came out. Have you that seen was recent, right? Yeah, yeah. The, I wanted to, but I never. Oh, I never yeah, the made Roth. So Overlord, definitely. <laughs> it is so much fun. I think J.J. Abrams. Uh, I don't think he directed it, but I think he produced it. Okay. It is so good. It is, you know, going and killing Nazis that are doing experiments. And sounds like Wolfenstein video game. Kind, yeah, <laughs> basically, it's kind of similar to that. Yeah, and. You're like, it starts out, again, starts out going to kill Nazis and then find out they're doing experiments on things and they're killing monsters and stuff now. Wow. Yeah, and it's done it. very well. It is yeah, yeah, I can't re- recommend it enough. Guess where I saw it? Library. Yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely I can't recommend that one enough as well. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got. Got anything else you want to eat? Um, anything that popped in your head? I think I may have left one off my list. It wasn't actually as scary. It's more a spoof. Mm-hmm. Um, the original scary movie when it came out. Yes. It spoofed. Um, I know what you did last summer. Yep. Scream. And, ooh, there was one that you mentioned. Um, the Exorcist at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that was my favorite. First two were my favorite. from. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't like the second one. I mean, it wasn't as good as the first, but no. compared to what came afterwards. I like the third one. I have <laughs> the third one. Yeah, because I honestly, I think I saw the third one before I saw the first one. Mm-hmm. And I like it because they spoofed Signs in, in the third one. I'm trying to remember. And they even they spoofed Signs, they spoofed 8 Mile and all this other stuff. I don't know. I actually really liked I haven't seen it in forever, but I think yeah. that one's actually my favorite. Um, and of course, you know, not that I need a reason to plug, you know, not plug. Not that I need a reason to bring up the movie Clue, but, you know, it's not real. It's horror, but it's not horror, but it's comedy and there's... Yeah. Yeah, but I don't care. I'll bring it up anyways. Right. <laughs> and then one like it that's called Murder by Death from the 70s where they spoof. Um, they It's a, based on a Neil Simon play. 
um, which I wish they were going to make this one too. Um, but Murder by Death is basically they take the old detective book, you know, authors or characters from detective books mm-hmm. and movies like Mrs. Marple and Sam Spade and um, Poirot, all these others, and they put them in one movie. They invite them to this house, um, and they have to figure out who killed basically the host. And it's a comedy. I mean, it's a whodunit, but it's a comedy. Right. And it's whole. And I don't know. My mom introduced me to it, and I absolutely love it. It's got, it's got Alec Guinness that plays a blind, a blind, uh, blind butler. It has I can't think of her name, but she used to do. She was the short little redhead that used to be in the old bounty commercials from like the eighties. I can't think of her name. I'm sure someone's yelling in the yeah car and yelling the name probably my mom. <laughs> um, uh, it's got Peter Falk. It's got uh, try. It's got uh, hold on, David Niven, which is funny because they actually. It's got David Niven. It's got uh, Maggie Smith. I was like, not Angel Lansbury, not Angel Lansbury. Maggie Smith right. uh, is in it, and Truman Capote because he plays the host, which is weird because he's not an, really an actor; he's more of a writer. So, right. Um, it was really interesting to see him in that, and uh, James, a very a young James Cromwell, so playing a Frenchman, so that playing prose, uh, not sidekick, but I guess driver or whatever. Right. It's <clears throat> it's seventies. It's seventy. It's made in the seventies. There's like a little trip out moment here and there, but it's actually really funny and clever, and it's just really enjoyable. So, I'll I'll toss that one in there while I'm at it. So, okay, I think that's it. Well, I did have a couple pop in my head. Okay. Children of the Corn. Yeah. And then 28 weeks, 28 days later. 28, 28 days weeks. later, yes. Yep. And That's, then um, there's one more. Weeks is actually not too bad either, but days no. is. I bought like a little 2D, 2, two, two movie pack. set. Yeah. I, I watched them both. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, but, yeah. But 28, 20 days later. I saw that one in the theater. Woo. We had anything like that happen, we're done. Yeah, we Just done. like World War Z, we're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're done. I agree. Yeah. Speaking of done, are we done? Yeah. I think we're done. Yeah. Well, I hope this has been at least entertaining. It's been entertaining for us. Yeah. I know I probably talked more than you did, and you're the one that likes horror movies more. <laughs> it's still early. My brain don't work Yeah, that's well. true. We're not, <laughs> that's true. I, I, poor me had a, two days ago, was like texting Patrick and like, hey man, um, so Halloween's Thursday. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done a Halloween special like we wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's time you, to do you, it. Are you? you <laughs> what are you doing Monday morning? <laughs> I don't mean like early, but I mean like you know, like what time? I'm like I don't know, ten ish. Yeah. I don't know, ten eleven. And then he's like, Yeah, yeah, I can work that in. I'm like, Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so here we are. Um, even with some technical hiccups, um, Audacity's not my friend today. So we're having we're doing garage fan. We're hoping it turns out okay. Yeah, you and Audacity gonna have to have. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have the. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a talk about um, the audacity, audacity, the audacity of audacity. Shame on them. <laughs> also, maybe it's just not a morning person. I mean, it's mid morning. It's, it's like almost afternoon. Yeah. It's weird, and we're having to do the sober too. Well, I'm usually sober. I think maybe a couple of times I wasn't. Well, you know what I mean. We're having to do it without having to drink. Yeah. Not have without having an adult drink with us while yeah. we record. But that's all right. Yeah. I think we're good. That's cool. I think we made it. Yeah. 
We survived right. it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so I guess um, still trying, still working out something uh, for our, for our, uh, one announcement that I can't name yet. And then I believe, uh, shoot, I guess we're going to be back Sunday, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Yes, Regular scheduled time. Yes. And then uh, I think uh, our guest from last episode, John Shields, is joining us again. Um, so we're, so far we've seen... There's a little preview. Uh, Zombie Land 2, both of us. Yes. Yep. Um, I get to talk about the White House as much as I can without talking about it too much. And uh, maybe Parasite, if I go see it today. Yeah, that I saw Black and Blue. I might see Terminator and maybe Midway. I don't know if I want to talk about Midway because I'm just watching that to fulfill my digital copy movie so you know what you could do it and no talk about it just do it and like make make a challenge to yourself see if you can see if you can talk about the movie in three sentences or less okay I mean come on I did emojis for Lighthouse you know how hard that was for me to do yeah and I don't even have I still don't know what I said it's emojis without context that's my favorite thing and I'm like all those were in there and still didn't tell you anything about the movie the first two yeah, I'll have to watch it. Too. And they, they're like, I'll, it's like, do you want it in emojis or two words? Or like, yeah, do both. Do both. I'm like, yeah. all right, yes, I'll do both. <laughs> so now I'm about to watch it and pay attention to the emojis. Like, oh, okay, I get that reference. Yeah, I get yeah. that reference. It's kind of like whenever they do the the uh, Avengers ones without context. You're like, oh, right. yeah. Now I get it. All right, yeah. makes sense. All right. Well, all right. So I guess that's it. Um, we will be back in, shoot, six days. And uh, we're going to talk about those movies and some trailers and more. And for myself, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. Happy Halloween. Woo. Woo woo. <laughs>